Anyway, okay, I'll start. No one else is talking. Make me really nervous, guys. Talk. What? Say something. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. I'm Ian Boothby. And... This is episode 405, where five shows past our anniversary episodes. It's like it never happened. Yeah, and Dave, by the way, I've heard that uh, this episode is divisible by uh, three. I did point that out. I do like to point that out. Because if it if the numbers added together add up to a number that's divisible by three. Right. So four plus five is nine. So that means that the 405 is divisible by three. All right. It's well, a little math trick out there for everyone. Uh, we've got uh, not a guest, but we have a friend visiting us. And uh, they are in the presence. room. They do not have a microphone, but they do have a... A uh, degree in education. Is that correct that about the map? Correct. All right, very good. Uh, our friend uh, David Russell is here. Uh, and uh, David uh, and I used to do improv together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done comedy together. Uh, I, I used to do a, a show called uh, Complaint Department on local I remember cable. That. I remember that. And uh, Dave uh, came in and uh, was the host after me, and we did one episode together, and we got in trouble for the episode we did. <laughs> And then, and then you, yeah, and then yeah. you took over, and you did uh, very, very well on that show. And uh, you're also an author. I am. Do, do you want me to mention the names of your books? Do you know the names of my books? Um, <laughs> uh, the Trouble with Murder, and uh, Here Comes a Stabbing. Oh, <laughs> yes, those are them. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. What are, What are the titles of your books? Uh, the first one was Deadly Lessons. Deadly Lessons this, is the first one. The second one was Last Dance. Last Dance, Last of Dance. course, is the second one. Okay. Yes. Right. And uh, it, it, it might be a trilogy, and there may be there one is, more. The third one is Failing to Appear. Failing to Appear oh, failing would be the appear. third one. That's okay. right. Now, the th- now, now three books is divisible by mm. three. Yes. Just so, just just so everyone you know. knows. Yeah. That's right. And are these thrillers? Uh, they are. Crime novels. Yeah. Crime, crime novels. Crime stories. Okay. There you go. So uh, there you go. Now, well, David, I'm still working on my mystery, of course, which funny that you mentioned stabbing because it's a mystery at Stabbington Manor. So, <laughs> so it's, yeah. It's a drawing room mystery. So it's an artist. I think it's who draws uh, rooms. I think it's Baron von Pokington that did it. <laughs> why? Why is it Baron Baron von Pokington? Yeah. With okay. Nib. Because of all the stabbing. Oh, I see. Poking. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, because he's a baron. Yeah. And they're always evil. <laughs> That's, That's true. why. Anyway, our friend, uh, our friend David is here. He's uh, thinking of doing his own podcast. So he wanted to watch uh, what we're doing. So we may occasionally just turn to him and go, huh? <laughs> right. so, uh, he's making nervous or making Ian very nervous so and he also auditing the podcast today exactly there are no marks involved absolutely okay. oh, he's not a marxist i'm really nervous <laughs> um ian but at any point we can break out into a complaint department thing okay that's where people would call in please with, with minor griefs okay and then uh, almost always it was about buses oh really and then uh the producers would go enough with the buses and uh, there we he, go. And he had a point, or she had a point. We'd belittle them. Yeah, we would belittle them. Yeah, that was what we do. So, uh, David. Yes. Hello. Hi. We just came from uh, recording a segment, a video segment, mm. uh, where you made uh, some food. I did. And uh, do you want to mention what you what you did? Well, I made. Tell I, people what I you pull, did. I pulled out of the the mothballs a little early this year. My recipe for uh, de- eggs Dederick. Right. How is, many mothballs go into that? How many mothballs? I didn't say I used mothballs, and I said I pulled it out of the mothballs. Oh, okay. Because I don't make it at any other time of the year except at Christmas. Right. You've made it now because it's uh, when we're recording this, it's still summertime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is this the first time you've ever had it in the summer? Yeah. It's pretty good in the summer. I just summer. said that. It's pretty good in the summer? Well, I know you said it was Christmas, but I didn't know you ever mentioned hey. that you've never had it in the summer. Yeah. No, I've never. I only make it at Christmas time. It's a, it's a once a year dish for me. Right. 
And just to turn I, I've, to I've David for a second, how was it? Did you enjoy it? Was it was delicious. It was delicious. I agree with that. Do you, do you enjoyed it? Yes. I'm and glad. This I'm is glad. Bernays sauce replacing hollandaise. That's sauce. basically it's basically it is just a eggs benedict that I have replaced the hollandaise sauce with Bernays sauce and then sneakily put my name in place of Benedict. Right. And I'm the, a real Benedict Arnold when it comes to uh, egg recipes. Right. You're a lot like Arnold from Happy Days where exactly. he would make his own recipes. I'm a lot like Arnold from Different Strokes. Right. As in, what you talking about, Ian? Yeah, you're a lot like uh, the character Hey Arnold, which I don't know because I was a man by the time that came out. <laughs> exactly right. I'm a lot like Arnold in that I was once a governor of California. Right. So what you're saying is you're a lot like... <laughs> Lemonade yeah. and iced tea That's right. mixed together. Exactly. What you get is a wet wrapper. You say Arnold Palmer counts as a wet wrapper? No, iced tea counts as a wet wrapper. Oh. <laughs> So see, anyway, David, I'm that's so how you do a podcast. That's, that's that kind of fresh jams that you do. You get this shit out off the top, and if you're like me, you skip the first 10 minutes of every podcast, and you're just like... Uh, just Why would people want to miss this, this hot gold? nonsense. Miss this gold. So we're going to be putting that up on our YouTube page at uh, some point in the future after our friend uh, Vicky Van uh, makes some damn sense out of it, because sure. the recording was an hour. Well, to be fair, it's a lot of stirring. There's a lot of whisking that goes on right. in that recipe. You have to whisk. You and have to whisk Christmas the egg yolks. Not a creature is stirring. Exactly, exactly. I like to do the opposite of the of of what uh, Clement. No, is his last name Clement? Jermaine Clement from uh, Jermaine Flight Clement Flight from Flight from Flight of the Concord. When he wrote uh, "A Year Without a Santa Claus," that's a poem, right? And and um, you know wrote that classic line about mice whisking eggs. Uh, well, making eggs, Dederick. I don't know how I thought this was original when mice were doing it so long ago. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, you have to stir for a long time just because you have to get the eggs yolk into a, like a foamy, a nice foamy like cream. I mean, more like a cream. Like you just stir the well, egg yolk. Well, there's an insane amount of butter in it. And then you add a lot of butter, yeah. We are all, yeah. I, I think both David and I are both more butter than man. <laughs> well, I mean, recipes like that where it is a lot of butter you're putting into it, but you're not eating all of the Bernays sauce. Oh, of course you're not. You know, you're like... Not till you guys leave. I, think we <laughs> I, don't know, I don't think there was much left. Like you, you put half a, a big amount of uh, butter yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You bought a, bo- a block of butter. I bought a block of butter and, and I cut it, it in it, half. It and... is no longer around. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was uh, it was good, though. It was fun. So, yeah, I hope people enjoy it. And it will tell you how to make eggs Dederick and you can make it at home. And uh, if you like that, we might make some uh, more recipe videos in the future. Yeah, I'm sure you have a recipe that you uh, could pull out of your mothballs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I could do a fettuccine Alfredo or my lemon chicken. Those are two two other recipes I could do. Okay, cool. I'll have to give some thought as to what I uh, mm. what I can uh, what I can do. Those are two of my other family specialties at home. So those are ones. So where your I... children go, Papa, Papa. Yeah. Please make us the fetish. It's true. Like, Papa. like Lisa will buy a chicken and she'll be basically she'll just say make lemon chicken. I just make the lemon chicken. And what's fun about it is, I mean, what the lemon chicken, for instance, I just happened upon the recipe in a recipe book, and I was look this, I was looking for something to to do with the chicken. And I was like, oh, I don't know how to cook chicken. So then I was looking through this chicken recipe book and I saw lemon chicken. And I guess lemon chicken together, I thought, oh, that sounds good. And we had all the ingredients and it involved garlic, which I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of. So You are a big fan of. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I always like quadruple the amount of garlic that a recipe recommends. I got a recipe for you that's like 100 garlic chicken. Have you ever had that? No, what is that? It's a lot is, of garlic. It's a lot of garlic with chicken? Yeah, basically you fry up the, not fries and deep fry, but you yeah. fry both sides. Sure. And you, then you uh, put the garlic and some other things together and just mm. put it in the oven and cook it slow for, oh, for quite a while. Yeah, that sounds it's really good. nice. I made that this uh, this week. Is it breaded or is it just nope. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. 
I'm, I'm all for it. And, then, for and then you get it with that. You, you have it with bread. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, you take the garlic that's been soaking with the uh, chicken yeah, juices yeah. and you just spread that on some bread. Yeah, yeah. And have that with your chicken. And that's, uh, sure. that's a really Sounds nice good. time. Sounds good. Apologies but, to vegetarians out there for uh, for all this chicken talk. My, we don't have to apologize. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. They're aware that chickens are eaten. That, true. They live in a world where meat is eaten. Um, my dad would, every meal, my dad had bread on the table so that he could have bread and butter with his meal. So we don't do it. My I did it when I was younger, but Lisa doesn't really like it very much. Let me ask you this: When you have a sandwich, mm-hmm. do you butter? The oh yeah, bread? yeah. I butter. Something. I butter. I butter a hot dog, and I'll butter a hamburger too. Okay, well that's fucking crazy. But not really. Let's just go back to what I was talking about because sure. you know I like talking about myself. American friends of mine do not butter the bread uh, when they might put a sandwich together. And they I don't find know. That very odd. Yeah, I it don't know why. Seems to be like a British thing. Yeah, don't don't make me do an American. That's, no, do yeah. you? Oh, wait a second. Do you butter your I bread, do not uh, butter David? Because I, I like, he does my not. Would tell me that. Well, you don't put. You just put enough butter on that you don't actually taste it. So now it's superfluous butter. Me like, ah, why, why are we doing? It this? just huh? like slicks the. Well, uh, what whole the thing what up. the butter does is it keeps the condiments from soaking into the bread. So like when you put mustard onto bread with oat butter, you just end up with like this like. I Nothing. It's all like in the bread. Yeah. In search of a problem to me. I know. I need to have a lot of mustard on my food. I need okay, a lot of mustard. Okay. Now this buttered hot. This dog is how I get. This is how I order mustard on food from people. Okay. I'll say, put on a lot of mustard, and then I'll say, put on more than you think is is good, and then put on a little bit more. And that's what I want because people never put on enough. And Even if you ask for more mustard, like some hot dog with your mustard. They'll like put on like a thin amount, and you'll be yeah. like, that's not enough. Could you add a bit more? They'll like put on like two dots, and you're like, are are you being charged for the amount of mustard you put on people's food here? Like what? Like is personally come out of your your salary? Put on more mustard. Now, please. I had I think the first corn dog I've had in uh, ooh, decades. Uh, I have one every year at the Peony. Oh, very good. Uh, the mustard uh, throws me off because um, how do you? What do you do? Do you eat the corn dog sideways so mm. that you can like rest your mustard and keep it going? Because you could only put a yeah. little bit at the top, yeah, and yeah. then you're not getting any more mustard. I know. Like, how do you? How do you go about it? It should be. It should be given to you in a way that, like, it should be given to you in, in a thing that you can add some mustard in the corner of, mm. and just sort of dip your your thing in as you oh, go. Oh, a dipping a dipping situation. Yeah. yeah, that actually would be, better. be better. I think. Okay. I think too. Did you have your uh, yearly corn dog? Oh yeah. Okay, now here's the situation. I'll just turn to my friend David and away from my friend David. Um, went to the peony uh, and uh, stumbled upon, while we were looking at pigs, stumbled upon David's daughter, uh, Mary, who is also his co-host on a show called Sneaky Dragon Listening Party. That's where everyone knows her from. And there, the people were all around going, sure. tell us more about Listening Party. And she was like, I want to look at pigs. Um, but uh, she mentioned that you had gone off to ride the roller coaster. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, that your wife uh, and uh, many time guests of the show, Lisa, uh, only will ride the wooden roller coaster. That's the only ride she'll go on at the Peony. Right. So mm-hmm. that seems like a scary ride. So what up with that? Oh, yeah. She's okay with scary. Okay. So what up with why not anything she's else? She's not okay with uh, nausea. Ah, okay. So the other rides make her feel sick because of the spinning and the turning. How about like a water flume? We'll go in the water flume. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean... How about a Ferris wheel? Yeah, we'll go in the Ferris wheel. Oh, well, this is all bullshit. It's the only ride she'll go on. But it's You're it's just like I'm what, what naming I mean, them. But what I mean is it's the only ride that she'll bother to go on. Ah, okay. Because it costs, you know, like it costs $45 for for um each person to get a pass to go on the rides you know and by the time you buy coupons for all those rides you're pretty much at that price for just three rides to go on let's say you wanted to go on the log sure. flume and on the on the ferris wheel you know by 
like I think we we went on the roller coaster. It was twenty five dollars for us to go on the roller coaster. That's seven coupons each to go on the roller coaster. And yeah, it's just it just wouldn't be worth worth it for us to like go like selectively go on those rides. When the girls were younger, and we went on a lot of rides together, we would buy ride passes and as a family, and then go on all the rides. And we would go on the log flume ride over and over again because it's so much fun. And the roller coaster isn't Mary's favorite. Eve likes it. I like it. Lisa likes it. Mary is not a fan of it, so she opted to go to the showcase building mm. where people are selling garbage. I see. All right. You know the showcase building, right? I do. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like it a, is, a lot is, of blenders uh, and knives. Infomercials, and, yeah. That was where infomercial items would be sold. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think they're still sold there. That is what an infomercial is. It's a carny side uh, kind of hustle. Yeah, yeah. Know, for all the products yeah, that they've got. It's for sure. pans and whatever. Yeah. Looks like David wants to say something. I, yes, David? I, went, I, I once did improv in that building during the PNE. You did you, improv you might, there? You might have been with me. I do, oh, boy. I don't remember doing improv at the PNE. Was this was this a thing where it was a a vegetable-based game show? Because I never did that one. No, no. This was no. Just, it was just a right. please watch us be funny. We were in a conference. Oh, that could be. Yeah, yeah, that kind of shit I did have to do. <laughs> there was often it was like, how about a vegetable-based game show improv thing where we're going to do scenes, but you'll also learn about vegetables. How about I just starve? <laughs> How about no? Before the proper PE and uh, began at Playland, though, they were having um, burlesque nights there. So all these people, because I go on Instagram and I know burlesque uh, folk, and it was all these super sexy burlesque going on at Playland. And I'm like, where was this? I didn't like, see that. Where was this in Playland? Was that Playland or PE? Playland. Yeah. Because you're, you're not allowed to bring alcohol into the Playland area. No. So why would they be doing burlesque there? That's really weird. Well, it was before the PNE. Oh, okay, okay. Playland is open before the PNE and after the PNE. Yeah, yeah but you so still they... can't bring alcohol into it. Okay. I so it is weird. You... Like, why would you have burlesque? Because burlesque and alcohol to me you seem you to be like... You can still look at sexy ladies. I know, but it seems like drinking alcohol, is a part but, of... Well, you got to like, oh, there's a sexy lady. Give me booze. Is that it's not you... that. It's like part of the entertainment package, I feel like, would be people getting drunk. Is it? Because it feels like burlesque is like this empowering thing. So you'd be drinking your... Uh, kombucha or whatever, and shoving that back in you, whatever that's What's kombucha? You know what I'm talking about, right? Kombucha. I don't know. The, uh, the, uh, the, you know, the... Uh, Campuchia? No, no, you know what I'm talking about. It's, uh, I'm going to say this because clearly you guys don't, yeah. but it's like a kind of a, a fermented cider that's good for, uh, like very acidy, almost tastes like vinegar, but it's uh, good for your innards. It's very uh, popular I, right I, now. I doubt it. I it's, doubt it very it's much. Quite, it's quite popular right now. I mean, I'm, I don't doubt that it's popular. I doubt that, gentlemen, it's, that it's good gentlemen, for you. Yeah. It's very popular right now. I'm just letting you guys okay, know. Okay, I, I okay, believe right. you. I'm just doubting I bring word from the outside. Sure. I understand you're we both... We can see the point. All right, yeah, very yeah, good. We get okay, it. that's we get right. It. I'm pronouncing it wrong. So any uh, man, yeah. Ian sounds hip yeah. uh, points are just falling to the wayside where I'm completely saying what the uh, what the thing is incorrectly. You got very kombucha about uh, about that drink as well. So did you enjoy the peony when you went? Yeah, I did. The only problem, I didn't think you were going to go. Like uh, you were complaining, I think like last. Well, last I was week. worried. I wasn't complaining. I was just worried that we weren't going to make it. I was I was upset that they canceled the three day event at the Peony this year. Uh, the horse because event. of entries, but the Peony it kind of dug its own grave. Like it used to be. I remember going with Lisa. Like this was a long time ago when we first started going out together, way back in the eighties, and and I remember going to the Peony with her to horse shows. And there would be like forty horses in the ring for one, one like one, uh, whatever it's called. What is it called? One class murder. One murder. Of one horses. murder of horses. One class, and 
you know, and like, now there's no class. And now, well, that and there's no there's no horses. Like now, it's like they'll have like a jumping round, and there'll be like two people. But the problem is, is that if you take away something that, if you take away like a show or whatever, an event, anything, someone else will fill in that vacuum. They'll be like, oh, the, well, the PE isn't doing it anymore at the end of September, so we'll put our we'll put our dressage class, we'll put our dressage show on, we'll put our event on that weekend. So now everyone is at other shows. You know, and the PE can't compete with them because those shows have already have an, a longer established, you know, base of people who are interested in it. And the PE, which was once the kind of the jewel at the end of the summer, is a great place to go because not only could you drive in in the morning before anyone else was here, bring in your horse into the Agrodome and stable it and get ready, and then go out for for free and walk around. Besides paying for your ride passes, yeah. but go around the PE. And do whatever you want. Get your mini donuts. Go to the house. Get, you know, do all that kind of stuff. Plus, hang around with your friends and stuff at the peony for a day, or sleep overnight, as Lisa did when she was younger as well here, or at the peony. So it's you know that kind of fun is 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 gone now, and they can't you can't like bring it back without having like this tradition. But they they you know because there was that time when the parks board. For whatever reason, decided they hated the PE and they started to tear down the buildings, as you yeah. know. Like the, they got rid of the giant map. They got rid of the giant map. So they got rid of the BC yeah. Enterprise building. They got rid of the, the food, <clears throat> food building. I was just going to say, that makes fellas of our age yeah. go, oh, that giant map. Remember Hello. the giant map? You like that? You're on top of it. You look down, you go, that's a big map. It is kind of but fun. We're tearing down the map. What the hell? What it's, the hell are you doing with the map? Boy, it's, not, it's not just the map, though, yeah. because the BC Enterprise building also was the home of all the really the fall fair stuff that used to yeah. be a big part of what the peony was. The peony was once an agricultural show. So there are remnants of it. That's what the horse show is part of. That's why 4-H is still there. So there's still the cattle and the sheep and all those things that come in. But it also had all the comp- all those other things that people would show. So you could go to that building. And if you're a corn corny nut like me who loves this kind corn of dog, yeah. who loves the kind of oddities of life you could go there and see like the canning and you could see the the knitting and you could see people's whatever they wanted to enter whatever they were showing there there was stuff there was artwork there was like i say there was food stuffs there's all kinds of things that were there that had like were prize winning whatever prize winning you know, garden stuff, prize winning. It was just great. Like I just loved, I liked all the stuff. I liked to walk along and see all the former P- Miss Peonies that would be along the wall in that in the building. It was it was a lot oh, of fun. I thought they were all lined up and they just yes, had to stand there. Yes, yes, like, and oh, they they keep them there till this day. And just just gradually get older. You did like uh, as you walk down. That to seems the point much where, like, more. Is that an urn? Like that evolution thing. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. seems much more natural than having photographs of people. But uh, yeah, so. It was just kind of a fun building in that way. You know, it wasn't just the map. It was just like this whole kind of, yes, corny, but kind of fun. Like, you know, sort of like a, a that sort of atavistic tie to the past of whatever. Sure. You know, because the p now is, you know, now it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's okay. Still, it's still good, but it's, it's not. It's still good, but it's uh, not what it, yeah. That's the problem. It's not that it's not what it was. It's just, it doesn't have, what is it? Like, what it does, is, well, it, it, it's, it's very random and. It, uh, well, it's not what it was. But that, which is fine, but it doesn't have yeah, any ties. It, it doesn't, doesn't have any ties to what it was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's okay for it's okay for something to change, but you also want to remember what you were once. You don't want to just completely erase your past. Yeah, they don't have that much um, spectacular. Again, the reason we remember the map is because it was like a crazy big weird thing, mm-hmm. and they don't really have that one man made. Yeah, they don't really have like crazy weird big things. I went to the. Uh, history of video games like oh this is going to be good and it was like a kid's uh, uh, science project yeah yeah you know just little walls and things are around well it was like the, the, the Beatles thing last year 
yeah. went to that, and it was okay, but this was you know, less than the Beatles to me. This it was, thing. It was yeah, like, the, the Beatles thing was like as it, it was as if it was that like a. It was, it was like it was put together in elementary school to raise money for the school library. Right. And then there's like maybe four uh, pinball machines as you're leaving, and oh. like one arcade machine. And yeah. like, these aren't hard to get. <laughs> like these are not hard to get. Yeah. Get a load of these guys. Yeah. Also, uh, because the arcade at the PNE is uh, our Playland is shut down now. Mm. They don't have that anymore. Yeah. It was a big drag. He used to like to go there, yeah, yeah. play the big Hercules pinball game that was terrible, and you hated it, and you got mad when you played it. Or they had the air hockey table with a terrible yeah. slant. So depending yeah. on where you were, you could never win. But uh, they got rid of it. And like, yeah. boo, boo. Yeah, yeah. That. yeah. yeah. Once again, yeah, it's a, it's a, t- it's a just, you know, like I, the, it's not that the past is great. It's just that it's part of us. And by taking that away, you take away a part of what people are. Yeah, you know? I didn't feel like there was enough vision to things. It feels like there's stuff that's old and just being repeated, and there isn't really that much fresh new things. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I didn't go to the selfie exhibit. Uh, I might not see that either. I went that might have been okay. I went to Super Dogs. Okay. I do love Super Dogs. What was the theme this year? Uh, it was Abracadabark. Okay, so Abracadabark. It was not, ho- it was not hooray for Holly Wolf. It was not Ray for Hollywood this year. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Abracadab Bark. Okay. And then last say. year it was Woof We Forget. And it was like... Was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. In Woof We Forget? In Woof We Trust. It was a whole 9-11 thing. And it, it was, was just in, like... In Dog We Trust. just recreated various terrorist mm, events. Mm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the dogs sounds, had to perform certain stunts. They had to go up and knock these buildings That's down. Right. That's, right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He reenacted the Munich, the, the Munich Olympics thing yeah. with dogs. And they hijacked some planes to Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so on and so forth. Yeah. But Super Dogs is still good. Super Dogs is great because it's my dogs. Daughter, my daughter had worst uh, public appearance. Your daughter had her she first. Called one. Out of the audience oh, she went to. Uh, with, the, uh, with the host. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. About five years. It's a big deal. Oh, that is a really big yeah, deal. That's cool. very cool. Yeah, it's a big I, audience to play for the first time. Sometimes <laughs> people, yeah, sometimes people go and they go ironically, just like, let's just go see Super Dog. Yeah, okay. And like by halfway through, you're like, come on! Like, yeah, you really they are cheat, feeling though. it for the dog. Oh, of cheat. course they do. We, we got to pad a whole show. We won. By the way, Ravine also cheats, I'm sure. We won three times on our side of the, the thing, but he took away one of our wins and gave it to the other side so that it would keep it even. Of course he had to. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just saying, boo. Because that then it would be divisible by three. Mm. Got to keep it keep it tight. You I know, know that. You know I don't understand where this obsession with divisible by three comes from. I I, I don't know either. The Trinity. Um, Woof, there it is. We went to the prize. Woof, there it is. Did you do that? No. Pretty good. We went to the BC, <laughs> we went to the Peony Prize home. Okay. Got to do that. This year, bleh, to that. Yeah, I didn't like it. I liked last year's a lot. Yeah, this year there was a, like everything was small. And then you went up to the, the, the main bedroom and they had uh, an ensuite and you couldn't shut the door, like to the well, bathroom. Okay. You couldn't. Well, no, no, no. It's not, it's... They they do take out walls and stuff like that, sure. so people can walk. So they're they're no no no. I get that, but like the way the door was and yeah. how it opened, yeah, it like opened it opened in, yeah, and then it opened in where you'd have no leg room oh. to be like on the toilet. Yeah. So you'd have to like go in, like really squish against a wall, mm. shut that door, okay, and then you're like, Ugh, yeah, yeah, no, eh, no. no good. Yeah, I didn't think much of it this year. Either. Just really claustrophobic and cramped. When when. This didn't do like one thing I don't like what they what, when they do like they'll do a bedroom downstairs and then the rest of the bedrooms upstairs. I'm like, well, why? Quit it, because you know it's not going to be a bedroom then if you have a bedroom that's separate from all the other ones. Yeah, they had the uh, TV viewing room, uh, like two of the seats. Yeah, you're able to see stuff. Yeah. One, <laughs> now you're not seeing nothing. Yeah, and then the other ones facing the opposite direction. Like, who's there? 
So that's someone who's just like objecting to the they're, show they're, and they're, just like, I hate family, that show. I'm going to The family reader. Show. The family reader. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch television, Father. I only read books. Um, then what else? We waited on the roller coaster, of course. Then I ate, I ate, um, I had a foot long hot dog. Okay. I had a lemonade. I had a corn dog, as I said. Oh, yeah. And was there extra mustard on the foot long hot dog as well? Oh, well, you put it on yourself, so of course. All right. What do you put on your foot long hot dog? I just put on uh, mustard and relish because that's all they have available. There's no, there's no mayonnaise. Okay. Down Dave there. likes uh, mayonnaise on his hot dog. Do you think it's like a European thing or some German thing or something that... Uh... European thing would be bechamel sauce, like a Parisian hot dog. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which are pretty good, too. How about a Bernays sauce? You ever think of that? <laughs> Should, you know what? Apparently no one thinks of putting Bernays sauce on things, when really it would be good on almost anything. You right. have to agree. I had a foot-long hot dog, and honestly, halfway through, it was like, that's too much hot dog. I'm oh, thinking. I'm perfectly <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, this was a mistake. One year, I had a, a hamburger that was uh, sandwiched between two, two grilled cheese sandwiches. That was pretty good. It was called the Vortex. How did the rest of your night go? That's fine. You know, I don't get affected by food that way. I know everyone says, like, I was so logy after eight or I had trouble. I got sleepy. I never get sleepy or have any trouble. I have a, my uh, metabolism must not be affected that way. Uh, we have uh, someone we call the third dragon, Nina Matsumoto. And um, we went out with her and her boyfriend, Bob, who does a, a podcast called Talking Simpsons. It's a very good podcast. He does a successful podcast. Very successful, <laughs> yes. He uh, Just his existence uh, shames us. Um, <laughs> we went to uh, What Up Hot Dog, and Dave had three hot dogs, plus sides. And uh, they still talk about it to this day. Oh, yeah. It's a legend. Bob took that legend down to America and, like, Johnny Appleseed has been spreading it <laughs> everywhere he goes. I think it was in PAX this, uh, you know, last weekend and uh, it was, just telling people about it. And yeah. the man finished the second hot dog. Yeah. Well, we all thought it was time to go. What else could happen on this fine night? Then he turned to the lady and said to her, I'll have another dog. And the lady went, sir, is there someone at the table I'm not seeing? And he went, No. No, 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 it's for me. But, sir, if my eyes are not deceiving me, you have eaten two hot dogs this very night. Are you a ghost? Are you a ghost much like in that Casper movie where they would eat the food and it would go out of their asses, just fall right on the floor? And he went, no, sir, look look, look, look underneath the chair. I am no ghost. And he ate the third hot dog. Then he turned to her, and a cold wind blew. She thought, will this maniac order one more dog? But he went, check, please. <laughs> and put mustard on it. More than you expect! More than any man could eat! <laughs> well, that's our third week that's of Irish legend. accents. Or maybe fourth week of Irish accents, really. Sure. Wow. Well, that's pretty close to how the how it went, actually. You just left at the part that we couldn't hear what we were saying. or Because the else was punk saying. rock music was playing very, very loud. <laughs> so loudly. That's why I was able to eat. The, my teeth were vibrating. I just, I just holding the holding the uh, hot dog towards my mouth, I was able just to like automatically eat it without even like any effort at all it is a great restaurant for hot dogs if you want a good hot dog what up hot dog really good also named after a podcast uh, a little bit or a line from a podcast yeah um what but uh here's what i would do i would uh, do two things to change the restaurant one i would uh just lower the level of pump rock music just take it down yeah the volume and then number two a giant map (laughs) yes there are some places where you can still see segments of that map yeah uh, that would help yes hmm. i like but the, the great thing about it was it had the little bridge that moved along it yes right. that you could stand on it and it would just yeah. turn along over the map and you could look down and i say, am a giant man you'd say look you, look upon me i am your god 
You can look at it and you can say, one time I, I traveled... Is that Sasquatch? I traveled 21 hours to a town in, in BC, so that must be like a three quarters of the way up. Only a third of the way up? Oh, my God. Oh, Lord, you're not wrong. <laughs> How long would it take to get... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah, I used to do tour doing stand-up around BC. And yeah. uh, it is... You were such envy of people in Ontario that can go short distances and get to a new town. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you go up to northern BC and you were like... A six-hour drive on your best day to get mm, to the, uh, mm. the next place. Well, how far? Like how, how far up did you go? Did you go to like Fort Nelson? Prince or? Rupert. Prince Rupert's pretty far, but I think it's only about halfway up, right? Uh, I'm trying to think how far I went up. Prince Rupert was like the the the, the most major up up up. Maybe place it's maybe to. it's three quarters rainiest of the way up. Uh, rainiest city in North America. I've heard that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, right. just from the people's tears. <laughs> we live in. Like, we live in. Why can't we even live like in live in, Port, in Prince George, one of the good princes? Yeah, it's not that great there either. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, I probably different now. Like when I the, when I went to Prince George, it smelled like pulp mills, and yeah, I don't think probably more internet there now. There's probably more internet. And I think less pulp mills. Yeah, because the lumber is not so great anymore. Yeah, more access to pornography on demand. Well, they they had a lot of woods around them. That's true, and that is where pornography used to be. Yeah, You'd find it in the woods. You, I'm telling David this. Oh, he knows this. We're all yeah. uh, we're all the same, same age. age. Yeah, we, we understand that. We know where to find porn in, a, in the woods. Yeah, in a pile. One of my Just favorite, a pile. Without saying who, not was, even hidden. One of my one of my favorite uh, things that ever happened to me was I was being introduced uh, for a stand up show, and the person who was introducing me uh, went uh, and and said something that I did. That was like a negative thing. Yeah. Because we had dated in college. And uh, she said something negative that I'd done. And uh, and uh, and then introduced me. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, boy. So I went up and I said, uh, that wasn't me. And uh, <laughs> went like, you know, that wasn't why we broke up. Because she said it was why we broke up. We broke up because uh, I went to a Christmas party and realized you were living with another guy. Uh. And that was the thing. And And she went like. Oh, that was David Russell. <laughs> so that's our guest, uh, our oh, guest wow. uh, visitor tonight. Yeah. Wow. So I was like, yeah. So uh, I, I got some heat for a little bit for uh, for a way uh, breakup occurred. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Wow. That's awkward. And I have been waiting 20 years to tell you that Sorry story. Sorry about that. No, it's actually <laughs> fine. So, um... Honestly, she would have probably ended yeah, up going out with someone else on Christmas. By the way, thank you for spending some time with Mary. When you met her there? Oh, that was great to hang yeah. out with Mary. No, we, yeah. we looked at all these crazy uh, chickens. Yeah. And uh, weird birds. and uh, no, Those black uh, chickens, hey? Aren't those nuts? Yeah, yeah. Very rare, apparently. And they're and they're black inside, too. Like, their organs are black. Yeah. Yeah. That's nutty. They're just, like, pitch black birds. What is the uh, character in uh, Dungeons & Dragons? It's like an elf, but it's a dark elf that's, like, uh, all uh, black. A kobold or something? Something like that. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's what it kind of reminded me of. Okay. Like, oh, that'd be. They look like a D and D character. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been a while since I. Been a while since I cracked yeah, open the monster weird, manual. Good weirdo birds there. Those nice. Mm. And yeah, Mary's always a treat to hang out with. Why don't you do Mary's a plug fun. of your uh, podcast? Speaking of, like, well, if sure, people I want to get the experience of hanging out with Mary. Sure, they can I do will. it this way. Well, let me plug two podcasts, everyone. Fa- the Fansplainers dropped yesterday with a new sh- a new movie that we watched together, but not a not with not a new movie, an old movie that and, we watched and not together. Anymore. And we didn't watch together either. That's true. But yeah, we watched Jaws and we talked about that. We had a lot of fun. Uh, Ian's wife Pia came on the show as our resident shark expert, so she was there to uh, advocate for the sharks, and that was that was a lot of fun. So basically, she just said after every death in the movie, they had it coming. Mm, that's right. Yeah. Well, that lady shouldn't have been night swimming. Yeah, yeah. That was her fault. That's right. Well, that kid didn't have a life jacket. Well, that's his fault. He has a real ambulance chaser when it comes to sharks. Yeah. And then uh, 
And then uh, the other show that we do, and this will be coming dropping next week, of course, although one last drop last week if you haven't heard it, is Sneaky Dragon Listening Party, the program I do with my daughter, Mary, where uh, we listen to music and talk about the history of the songs and the bands, and and we tell a lot of dumb jokes uh, and uh, have some fun together as a, as a dad and his daughter. So that's show. our advice to you is do a podcast with your daughter. With my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's always good. And yeah. yeah, so uh, please, we'll be... We have a surprise next week. We're going to twist the. We're going to shake up the format a little bit. Oh, you're going to fire her? No. Live on the air? <laughs> no. Okay. That would be mean. That would fire be pretty my, mean, yeah. I'm going to fire my daughter. I would never do that. I'd ghost her. <laughs> I'd never fire her. So you'd be a real ghost dad. Yeah. That's and true, yet, true ghost dad. no matter how bad you are as a ghost dad, you're not as bad <laughs> as the original ghost dad. Never, never. I hope <laughs> not. I mean that on every fucking level. I hope not. <laughs> Oh, by the way, we can swear on our podcast. Oh, that's good. To know. You gotta like uh, yeah, let them know in advance you're gonna swear, and then you can fucking swear all you want. Excellent. Yeah, but then you've got to swear. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise you'll lose a rating. Yeah. I'll take it away from you. So and there's a big twist on the next uh, episode. Yeah, we're gonna do a little twist. So it's me fun. So please uh, stay tuned. I don't know. What <laughs> no, to say. don't. Don't just keep listening to this one. Otherwise, oh yeah, that's right. You'll never hear that. When either. this is done, just wait. Uh, you know what? Just you know what? Subscri- like and like and subscribe. Like and subscribe to Sneaky Dragon Listening Party, and it will and you'll be able to hear our uh, charming conversations, right? And also music. So I assume we're probably going to on fan planners do Jaws two and then Jaws three and Jaws four. We're going to do them all. Like fuck, we are. All right, very good. I've never seen those movies, and I don't. They just to uh, AMC just uh, did. I think they said it was a Jaws marathon, but mm. I only saw Jaws one and Jaws Jaws two. Okay, on there. Yeah, that sounds uh, like AMC. Yeah, it does. And like most AMC things, they will show you ads for the movie you're watching while you're watching the movie full of spoilers for the movie you're watching. And just like, what is this about? Yeah. Why? Why are you doing this, AMC? It's as bad as being at the movie theater when they do that nowadays because they have the... Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Have the, they have these interviews and stuff before the movie starts and then they're showing you scenes from the movie that you're I just saw. Yeah, I just saw Angel Has Fallen. And you know, Oh, my condolences. The, yeah, there's a guy who... It's it's, it's got explosions. Was it better than uh, Lennon Has Fallen or what it's called? Yes. Oh, it's much better than the other ones, yes. No, oh, I liked Olympus Has Fallen. Okay, I, I liked then, the, that then one. it's yeah, you'll be fine. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, they have a thing beforehand, which is like, so you know, villains sometimes talking to one of the actors are like, well, yeah. you don't know they're the villain. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> like obviously they are because yeah. they're a friend off the top. And yeah, like, yeah. Okay. We have known each other many years, and uh, I've having... never been in. I've never been in any of these adventures with you. Oh, but we've been friends for a long time. Yeah. So on mm. and so forth. Yeah, uh, it was uh, it was fun to find. What was good actually was we went to see Ready or Not last night, and that's uh, that's that a pretty good movie. Have you heard of this? I, one? That looks really good to me. Yeah, it sounds familiar, but I haven't. It's a uh, it's a, th- a thriller. I'd say a thriller uh, where it's a hide and seek game with rich people uh, hunting this woman who I just married into the family. Yeah, and then there's twists and turns and turns and twists. It's it's not outstanding. Like yeah. it could have done more, but the sure. stuff they do right, they do quite right. It was and released in August. Right. If you liked the movie Tag, well, now there's Hide and Seek the movie, right. and soon Double Dutch will be coming out. Oh, right on! That's I right. love Double Dutch. Get into it. I love Double Dutch. Yeah. That's could you Double Dutch? I did when I was younger. Could you Double Dutch? Could. Could you Double I think, Dutch? I think I could. Like, uh, yeah, for a brief period of time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Brief period of time, I could do physical things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just not that one. No, there are other physical things. I could stand on my head anywhere. There was, anywhere. Used, there was a time in my life about grade seven where I could do a stand. Oh. Be on my feet, jump in the air, land back on My brother can still do one. When was the last time he did one? Like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Did someone uh, provoke him to do that? Or, no, he, he uh, just, or... he'll just do it for fun. 
Okay. Well, that's nice to be have that kind of flexibility. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. I know he's, he's very athletic. He's a very athletic person. He, um, he likes to golf, but he likes to golf so much that he doesn't want, like, 18 holes is not enough for him. He'll often do, like, 36 holes in a day. He knows there's only 18 holes, though, right? Yeah, but he'll just go around and start again. Just try finding other. He'll holes? just start again, and he'll and he'll do it at <laughs> Does a he run. Dig his own holes. He'll do thing? it at a run. Oh my from god! From hole to hole, so he'll just run to the next hole, start his round, and then he'll just try and get as many as he can in in a day. Oh my stars! Yeah, he's a bit a uh, bit of a nut. He's a little hyper. Okay, a, is a thing, which is so good and not really the game for him. Then good and bad. No, no, he he he's he's one of those people who are like natural athletes. Um, I do enjoy. A fr- I'm not. I do enjoy a frisbee golf. Game. I'm a natural klutz. Okay. You like frisbee golf more than I like golf. Golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... I haven't golfed for a long time. I think the last time I golfed, I was maybe 14 years old. We used to go to Sunrise Golf. Do you remember that golf course? It was just down, down below Sunshine Hills in uh, North Delta. I think that's when I took golf in high school. Mm. And the rare day that we actually went golfing, because okay. most times I was just like, let's just watch TV. It's raining. Um, <laughs> yeah, we would should have taken there. swimming. Poor sucker. Yeah. It's better class. I watched a lot of, we watched a lot of Sesame Street. Oh, sounds terrible. It was kind of funny. We all had a good laugh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, you know, I was like, watching TV and not doing anything. Yeah. But then, you know, it'd be like the weird time where like, oh, it's actually sunny. We're going out golfing. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? We don't know how to golf. Whack, whack, whack. And just like, <laughs> be awful. No, I, we were pretty good. There was three boys, so it was very competitive, obviously. And uh, we used to just, uh, we take three golf clubs and ride our bikes down to the golf course. Will you do mini golf at the Peony? Oh, I have done mini golf there. I have done mini golf there. I was really... Uh, I was really tempted to try climbing the wall this this year too. Ah, okay. But it cost it was five coupons, which is a lot of money. I'd rather just go to the gym. What I was fascinated by this year was uh, a new win a prize game. Okay. And it was the uh, I think it was like hang in. Have you seen that? Where it's a bar, oh yeah yeah it's a and bar. Then... You grab the bar and it just pulls you up. Yeah. And then you just have to hang. And it's but like with with another person and it's whoever can hang there the longest, right? Well, you can do it that way. Or oh, you can okay. do it solo. Oh, okay. So if you do it solo. Uh, you hang 30 seconds to get a small prize. It's like a little toad from oh, really? uh, Super Mario. Bigger prize at uh, a minute and biggest prize at like two minutes. I think it may even go to three minutes if you want like an insane prize. Huh. Yeah, no one can do it. I think I could have done that. Everyone thinks they can do it. Yeah. That was the best part was like watching people in the audience go, yeah, I think I can do that. The problem is they're not grabbing it right. What they got to do is do this so it's touching their thumb to their this and this. It's like, okay, here's the problem. He's waving his legs too much. He's got to do okay. this, this, this. Everyone had a everyone who had a system yeah. would lose fastest. Okay, like anytime anyone's got a system in these yeah, kind yeah. of things, yeah. Huh. But uh, it was you're interesting. Just hanging there. You're just hanging. If you can yeah. hang for thirty seconds, prize. Like I feel, I feel like I could. Yes, and, everyone and, thinks and they can. Thirty, thirty oh, seconds, yeah, yeah. you can. Everyone can for thirty seconds, okay. except for some people who yeah. like drop off at like so twenty-eight pay... seconds, and they still give them the prize. Because yeah. what are you going to do? Not. And do I think that? it costs ten dollars, right, to do it. I don't think it costs ten dollars. It was fairly expensive. I noticed when I was walking by. Oh, okay. It was fairly expensive, so I can see how they get you because it's ten dollars. Well, they used to have a thing which was guess your age or guess your month of birth. Yeah. And the trick, the trick used to be with guess your month of birth okay. was you would write, uh, and you had to be, they had to be right within, I think it was like two months, okay. right? Or something like, but our month, they had to be right within a month. Uh, and so they'd write uh, what looked like January or June. It looked the same. And you could, uh, and when they, when you told them when you were born, you're like, huh? And so, you know, there was basically six months that would have been wrong and you couldn't have gotten it and that's the scam but i think they realized oh we just charge more than the prizes are worth 
and people just come up and we're just selling them these shitty prizes and they're all happy and it, and they think they pulled one over on us. Ta-da. And that's what it felt like with this thing too. It's just yeah. like, yeah, you know, you, it's a, a it small prize. It's not worth yeah. much, but you know, you feel a sense of accomplishment. But you think you can hang for? How long do you think you can hang for, uh, David? See, I actually feel, and, and I'm not fit at all. Like, but I, it seems like I feel like I can hang for. A yeah, it's not a, it's not the, uh, it's not the yeah, Canada like a Fitness test kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's not the uh, flexed arm hang. Yeah, you can just hang there. Yeah, you're just hanging there. I find myself wishing there was something in the studio here I could hang from just to like. Yeah, theory, we'll go to the play fun. playground after this, yeah, and we'll yeah. uh, see what we can do. Uh, yeah, and the way they do it is you grab onto it, and then it lifts you up. I don't know if that makes a difference mm. uh, or not. But uh, does it start right away when it lifts you off the floor, or does you have to wait for it to get set and everything? No, no, actually, it's pretty good. Like as it's lifting you up, they start the count. Oh, okay, because. Okay. I think they realize they want you to win the the small prize, yeah, because that will get people to do the sure, thing. Sure, the yeah. prize, small prize, yeah, that's something. It's not worth the amount. They're charging the you thing. five to ten dollars for this, thing. yeah, it's, for this little toad yeah, doll yeah, that yeah. you know Stormy Daniels ruined for all of us because now we're thinking of Trump's penis, and it even says small next to it. Uh, it's like, well, I don't need that. I don't even know what you're talking about, yeah, to be honest. Very with good. <laughs> but the, the, uh, you could win. Uh, the small prize was toad. Yeah. The uh, the next prize was Aquaman or Lex Luthor. Okay. Which uh, the person who was running the thing didn't know who it was and was like, oh, you want the bald guy? The bald guy? <laughs> sir, his name is Lex Luthor. That hardly seems like a good prize. That seems like a toad prize. I'd rather get the toad than a Le- Lex, Lex Luthor. Luthor. Yeah. Well, some people like Lex Luthor. I forget what the big prize was. Okay. A but Porsche. most people would win toad. Some people would win uh, Lex Luthor or Aquaman. That's a tough call. Yeah, yeah. What you want. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. What's the point then? Why bother? Because uh, it's a, a test of strength, hmm. and people like a test of strength. Let's do that at the gym. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, but you're not gonna get a prize. That you're, I know. Uh, I'm gonna, gonna do gym. that at the gym, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna time it with my phone. I'll okay. let you know. I'll let you know next week if I remember. And there was a lot of fathers and sons, and the son would sure. like time, yeah. time the father. Like, oh, this is so much pressure on the father to be manly yeah, yeah. in front of the kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. And they also have the um, hit the. Uh, you know, hit the bell with the hammer oh, yeah. thing, yeah. Uh, which which uh, traditionally, here's how you beat that thing. Uh, it's your physics, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like a seesaw type thing. And they got a little target there and they say, hit it, hit it here. Well, you can't hit it where the target is. You got to hit it uh, near the end because the end, ah, that's the force <laughs> and mass yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. all this. But okay. Then it'll go up. You got to hit it right on the Hit it right on the edge. Okay, okay. Don't be, uh, don't be fooled. A lot of fathers on the physics. That's right. Just like... Event. Yeah, that's right. The fulcrum, son! The fulcrum! <laughs> and so on. Huh. Did you go to the p this year? I did not, no. I, I haven't gone in like... Oh, okay. So, so they might have had the map the last time you were there. I think they did as a map. Hmm. Uh, yeah, we go every year. I wish we could have gone more more with the word. I just wish we could have been there with the horses and stuff this year. Because like, we even when we weren't in shows, we were there doing uh, demos, like jumping demos and stuff with Pony Club. And they didn't have that this year either, so... What's really taken over there in the horse realm is the jousting. That seems which to caught everyone. Uh, like I, I did a little wander uh, through the horses, and then you get to the jousting fellas. Like there's an area with the fellas, yeah, yeah. and they all look uh, older than me. Mm-hmm. They all look like these guys are in their early sixties. I'm like, this shouldn't be. You shouldn't be getting like a lance in the chest and yeah, like, yeah. fall into your the ground. I guess that's. A, I guess that's your beefiest age. Do your beefy. Do they actually joust them off the horse? Yeah, the yeah, yeah the they do. Yeah. Is that safe for the horse? Yeah, what's wrong yeah. with the horse? Because you won. The horse is laughing at the point. I understand, but you could accidentally poke the horse. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also, I don't yeah, know what a horse is I'm not, in, I'm not in favor of doing this myself, but I'm You're sure. You're anti-joust? Uh, 
I'm sure the horses are okay, but yeah, I'm, 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 they could also be hurt by it. But the horses can get hurt during the chuck wagon races. They can get oh, they definitely can get hurt during the get chuck hurt wagon. doing barrel racing. They can get hurt at the racetrack. I've been there for a horse dying at the racetrack, as you know. We've told yeah. the story in the show. Um, so yeah, it's it's a dangerous world out there for horses and riders too. So and, do you think you're going to do the jousting when you get into your 60s, so you can get back to the peony? Well, if I get beefy. I'll, I'll go in there right now. I'm a, you know, I'm a wiry. You've got to grow a beard though, like a really substantial. Yeah, beard. no, no, then I won't. And a ponytail it. if you can. Not gonna, not gonna go there. No ponytails and no beards. I don't like a beard. I tried. I tried to grow. A beard. Is there a point where like it starts being like uncomfortably itchy and it gets like you're okay with it? No, it's always uh, yeah. You look at Mel Gibson. Yeah. He's got a. He's always touching his face. Yeah. He's always touching his damn face like yeah. i know there's other reasons to not like mel gibson but i just want to hold him down and shave him yeah 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 and then like just plaster something on his skin so beard can ne'er grow again hmm. yeah i just got rid of one, one for a year your, your yeah your beard was in, yeah I, I try to think like the longest i had was like maybe three months it's like that's plenty and my beard always grows in a weird color that looks like it's not part of my face uh, yeah, yeah yeah i think i had that too i would have a reddish beard and that would not be uh, so so great yeah, either. Because Vikings were, uh, you know, doing their didn't, thing. Didn't take no for an answer, and so those genes are passed on to us. Sure, and they, but they come also through in our shame beards. They also intermarried, and they that was part of trade at the time, you know. To that's right, and also we we're all big fans of the Hager the Horrible comic strip. So listen, love it. It's really you couldn't well, have that without those uh, those Vikings doing their business. The least you can say about it, it's really well drawn for a newspaper comic. Sure, you know it has like it really stands out on the page. There's a lot of comics that when you glance at the comics page they don't jump out at you or into your eye the way that Hagar's does so it's Hagar it's uh Hilda it's Lucky Eddie what, what? I'm, I'm listing all the characters yeah. from uh from, oh I'm sorry okay it's Lucky Eddie yeah uh it's Loot uh I'm trying to remember the son's name Hamlet yeah. okay Hamlet is the son's name okay uh and I think those are the only named what's, characters what's the name of his daughter isn't it isn't it honey is it oh is that honey okay I think it is is it okay I don't really know I'm sorry and that's not it's not a daily reader for me. It's an okay, occasional glance over. But I do I do to me as though I might be the authority on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the times we would have read those yes. comic strips, it, would, it may, may have said, and you might have been able to read, uh, you know, actually read them back then because they weren't so small. Yeah, which yeah. nowadays. Nowadays, yes, it's a. I have to take my glasses off when the paper comes out. It's me eating my cereal with my face five inches away from the paper. And just going, why is Get Fuzzy talking so much? Yes. Get to the joke. Ugh, just so verbose. Yes, it is very Pearls verbose. Pearls before swine. Ugh, it's a damn novel. Do you get paid by the word? They, that's is this pretty... just because you don't want to draw anything? The nice thing about Pearls before swine, nice big letters. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's really right, thick good. and big letters. So it's good for it's good for oldies like me to read. How about Zach Hill? Those are nice big letters. Don't read Zach Hill. Just the biggest piece of shit ever. I don't read it. It's the worst. If you it's say the so. worst. It, and, and then they have the Sunday strips, which are look like they're drawn by the cartoonist's left hand. Oh, really? Oh, the worst. So bad. There are no Nancy. Nope. Though Nancy's really good now. Yeah, oh, Nancy's Nancy great. is really good I like now. old. I, I love old Nancy. I collect, yeah, that's I collect old Nancy. True. So. But for regular human beings as well. Uh, trust me, look up Nancy. Okay. See, uh, go to like whatever, Go Comics or whatever. Check out Modern Nancy. Pretty, pretty damn funny. It is. It's very good. Drawn by someone who will not reveal her her real name. That's right, Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton draws Na- Nancy. Um, if you uh, if you are on Facebook, Ian, you might know that we had a, a loss in our family this week. I did. Okay, so this is a very uh, kind of a bit of a somber chick talk. 
The somber Chick Talk this week. That's right. Yeah. We used to have a segment on a show called Chick Talk where Dave would talk about the uh, chickens that he was raising in his backyard. Uh, and uh, one of them has, has since passed away. And it sounds well, like. Well, basically, we've lost both of our original chicken stock because right. Noisy passed away a couple years ago. I guess last year, last summer when the heat was raging, she, she passed away. And then uh, Baby, or Lion Queen, as she was uh, named at the camp where we got her from, uh, also passed away. Uh, this, this, Did you sometimes this call her Queenie? Was that a- or Queenie, yeah, I called okay. her Queenie. Lisa, Lisa liked to call her Baby, I like to call her Queenie. There was a little bit of a conflict there over what her nickname should be. Yeah, I'm really sorry for the for the loss of uh, Queenie. Yeah, it is, it is sad because, well, she was, I won't say she was a big part of our family, but she certainly was a part of our lives. Like we hand-fed her every day, like Lisa more than I did, but quite regularly uh, I would regale her with YouTube videos while I would, would feed her bread. Um, and yeah, it's... Uh, she had a condition called uh, Rynek. Was that was that right? Yeah, it's called Rynek. So what Rynek is is uh, it's a uh, it's a I guess it's a, a me- like a brain disorder or whatever that. So it's like a nervous disorder that won't allow a chicken to hold its head up straight for extended periods of time. And so she'll be walking around normally for a little while, and suddenly she'll lose control of her head and it'll fall. It'll just fall to the ground, and then she'll get scared and she'll run backwards because she follows where her eyes are looking, which are behind her now. And then she'll just run backwards into things. And when before she died, I mean, she had she gotten had gotten like much stronger than when we got her. When we got her, she was she had been henpecked literally by other the hens that she she lived with before because she was obviously ill. And animals will attack other animals that are ill, like that are sick or, or different from them. So I, know, I had a friend who had a blind dog that went, and when she took it to the dog park, the other dogs would a- attack it because it was it was a weak. You know, and so there. I guess it's evolution speaking, which is we can't let, you know, defective us continue because it'll it'll weaken our who we are. And so they would. And so she, yeah, was, she had a hard time taking this dog to the dog park. But um, so yeah, so Queenie was being uh, constantly pecked and, and harassed by these other chickens. And so the camp where my daughter had previously worked asked if she would be willing to take her because she had taken her own chicken noisy away when she left left her job there. And so. She said, sure, because what she meant was, what they meant was, would it be okay if your mom and dad looked after this chicken? <laughs> and so Mary was, oh, yeah, sure, my mom and dad would be happy to look after that chicken for you. And so she brought this chicken home, and uh, and we were given these instructions, like, to feed feed uh, this chicken selenium and vitamin D and give her uh, bread and milk. And in no time, she would be just walking around normally, which is not the case at all. Like, we were hand-feeding her every, two times a day when when she passed away. Uh, and she still had some issues with her right neck, but she was a lot better than when she first came, where she could barely keep her head up. You know, it got to the point where she could walk around in the backyard and, you know, just walking like a normal chicken with her head bobbing, and she could eat, uh, you know, bugs in the grass and whatnot. And and we're not sure what happened. Like, she was perfectly fine, like, absolutely fine. I, I saw her that afternoon, like, or that evening, I went out to, uh, you know, do some coloring on, on her, the new Sparks book. And I went and looked, and we have two new chicks as well. We have two chicks that we're right, going to Mary us. was uh, mentioning that. Yeah. yeah. So we don't. We're not sure what they are. They might, if they're roosters, we can't keep them. They have to go. But if they're chickens, we'll keep them. And um, just because they're too noisy, if they're roosters, so we just don't want our neighbors hating us more than they already do. Right. We have a big messy chicken thing in the backyard. So uh, so we have these chicks, and so I'm not sure if they. She was like chasing after them because she was kind of getting pecky with them, like kind of like getting defend, like territorial. And I don't know if she was chasing around after them, or they chased her, or something. I don't, or if, or just her time came. I, who knows? Because really, she lived about two years longer than she was supposed to with her condition, so that's good. And yeah, so 
Lisa came home and she was going to feed her. It was around eight o'clock. And she, she came into the, into the studio where I was coloring. And she said, uh, can you come out and look at Queenie, our baby, as she calls her. Yeah. And I said, I said, sure. And so I came out and, and she goes, I'm not sure if she's sleeping or if she's dead. And I, but I don't want to touch her because I'm afraid to, she didn't want to touch her because if she was dead. So I went over and called her and then I, you know, moved her with my hand and she didn't move at all. So like, oh, I guess she's dead. So I got some gloves on because I, you know, I also am not so keen on touching. Uh, and I put her into a little, uh, we have like a bottom of a hamster cage that we used as a, as like an up, as a little uh, kind of platform for her to stand on in the in the chicken coop. Right, they built this really nice chicken coop for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then, well, the chicken run. The chicken coop was built by my daughter and her boyfriend. Oh, and then, very good. Okay. And then we, I built the a caged uh, run for them, just so they had a place to to make to poo instead of on my deck, and there or my patio. And so then, um, yeah. And so then last night we went to uh, a field near where we live. I just said, uh, it's been a, it's been a empty field. For the last 25 years, it was empty when we moved into Aldergrove, and it's still empty. It's for sale. It's ALR land. They want to develop it into houses, but ALR says no. This is this is a farmable land, so you can't de- you can't develop it. And so it's been this sitting there doing nothing for for many many years. And so everyone on the one end of it, on the side where people's houses are, they take their dogs and walk around in there and stuff. It's, it's nice. But so we went over to that field and uh, we found a nice spot, and I dug a deep deep hole. And we buried uh, Queenie there and said goodbye. And I was sad. I was really sad to see yeah. her go. Because, uh, like I say, it's, you know, as a regular thing to do to Take care get her. some bread and put some milk on it and then go outside and hold her in your arms and feed her while you watch YouTube videos. It's <laughs> uh, just a thing. We did. we did it together. It was our thing. Farmers. Yes, like farmers of old, exactly. And so, yeah, it was, it was a sad, sad thing. So I'm hoping that these two chicks will turn out to be chickens and not roosters. When will you know? Um, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. When their voices change? <laughs> I don't know. When they lay an egg. When they lay an egg, yeah. What? Yeah, that would, be, that would do okay, it, yeah. It it's queenie. Long, not to take away, how long does it chill? Like, what is their lifespan? I heard that they can live, uh, like, 10 to 15 years, but that may have been wrong. I don't know. Because then I was thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, we have this stupid chicken with a crazy neck for this long. But then, of course, when she died, then I was like, oh, I lost my crazy chicken with a stupid neck. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't really know how long chickens chickens go for. Like uh, broiler hens, which our other chicken, Noisy, was a broiler hen. So she was a big chicken because she was, they're basically designed to get really fat really fast or plump really fast so that they can be made into meat. The title sort of implies. That yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah you chicken. don't want to mention what type of hen she is to her. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And in that case, my, my daughter and her friend at that time, they bought 20 chickens, 20 boiler chickens, and they raised them from chicks yeah. to chickens, and then they slaughtered them. Uh, they slaughtered 15 of them, and then they kept five of them, just because the five had kind of had personalities or had gotten names somehow, and so that they couldn't bring themselves to, to especially Noisy, who is the chicken that came to live at our place. She was well, a, the chickens would make themselves little business cards just to kind of like, <laughs> that's right. know, make, stand out a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. We're embossed. That's right. Talent shows. <laughs> Hello, so, my baby. Well, Hello, my honey. Yeah. Like noisy, I think I might be poisoned, boys. Noisy was called noisy because she would talk to you. Hmm. She would talk to you. So, you know, she had a personality that made it hard to to, to remove her from this. So so when when Mary quit her job at uh, Gambier, she she took Noisy home, back to our place with her. And that's where she lived for a few years. But, you know, they have a limited lifespan just yeah. because they're so big that it's hard for them. They've. I basically think what happened was we had that super hot summer last year. Mm-hmm. 
And it was just too too much for her body. She just couldn't like keep her, you know, all her functions going in the heat because she probably was like barely making it anyway. Just she was so pretty old for what she was, and you know she was pretty and really big. So it's too bad, and it's too bad with Queenie. Yeah, this is a sad sad thing. So I don't want to not have chickens. So I really do like having them. But I like to have ones that give us eggs. Like like Noisy was pretty good. Noisy gave us eggs. Queenie gave us a few eggs, but really. The egg doing really like, like really wore her out. Like she was super thin and scrawny after she oh, did a few okay. eggs. So I think I don't think that was her forte. It's like she's a Polish chicken. It's called the breed that she was. They have like this big poof on top of their uh, poof of feathers on top of their head, and they have a beautiful kind of brown and golden color. And I think they're more like a show chicken, like one that you breed and you you show at chicken shows. You know where the Westminster the Westminster Chicken Show exactly. You know, or the peony at one time, we would bring your chickens yeah. there and they, they would be judged for their chickenness and you would, or, you know, or their egg laying. Uh, and the duck would try to sneak in. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. Disguise. Scandal. Yeah, sort of scandal. Yeah. A duck with like a Groucho Marx mustache. And oh, hey, that was the tell. <laughs> that was the tell. It's his accent. That's the thing. It feels like that's it would good. be dangerous, those hot, hot four broilers. Oh. Um, I mean, then <laughs> that's right. Just all their feathers fall out. Do you ever have any? Uh, did you ever have any animals come into the the yard to try to eat the chickens? No, no, like no. coyotes or anything. Like I was that? more worried with Queenie by herself, and that's partly why I built like the cage. Uh, but Noisy was such a giant chicken; like I, she could have fought off any animal. Like if we had a bear come through, and she would have beaten it up. So yeah, she, um, but Queenie, I was more worried about. But we we never had any problems with that. We had squirrels come in and would steal her food sometimes. But, squirrels are assholes. They'll but do squirrels that. are that's, that's, that's fine. Yeah, business. I just took that as part. We of We had the... squirrels. We had squirrels that were like you know they would do this squirrel crap. They would do like you know burying things in our plants or whatever. But they would also like just be jerks and they would like pick up plants and they would just like huck them off our balcony. Oh really? Just like well that doesn't help us in any way. Like what do you? Do would they really pick them up or just bump them off? I, I'm not sure. They oh were okay, all, you're like, lying on the ground. You're... You know, You're just giving some jerk ass move. Sorry. I think I think they were trying to bury things and went like this plants mm. in the way. Yoink. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just like, dude, <laughs> dude. Or like you'd put out a yeah. bird feeder and not only would they like eat the seed, but they would tear the feeder to pieces. Trying to get to the seeds. And it's yeah. just like, dude, just <laughs> DB, settle down. We had one in our house when they we first moved there and they, they, they brought saw in the backyard. Yeah. And we got up one morning and it was all rolled up like jelly rolls, like, uh, like oh. nicely rolled. Yeah. And and in my head I thought like neighborhood kids had like this prank they yeah. were playing. Yeah. It seemed like an odd prank. Kids, yeah, yeah. Kids like um, sod. Yeah. <laughs> As they do. That's but right. it turns out it was raccoons. Like, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I just, that sounds like more like a raccoon thing. thing. Yeah. So we had to go to like Save on Foods and get just packs and packs, like shish kebab, poke them down all over the yard huh. so that the raccoon get it up yeah. until, it, until ah, the sod took. Okay. I was like MacGyver. That no, that, that is yeah. Not, yeah, raccoons, uh, raccoons, yeah, they, 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 they get into everything. My uh, yeah. our next door neighbor had a problem with raccoons because they kept their dog food outside and they would mm. break into the bucket. Oh yeah, yeah. And so he put a big, big uh, cement like. Uh, I think I say sign block. Like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Keep a. He put a big uh, block on yeah. top of it, and then he heard some rusting outside. And he looked out there, and there's raccoons, and they were standing up, lifting the rock off of the bucket. I was like, oh, that's clever. They burned it at that point. Clever. There fuckers. was a there's a thing that I saw on TV about raccoons like that, and they used one of my favorite phrases, uh, which was you know they, they did he not set, sir? No, no. They uh, they set up like a hidden a hidden camera to watch okay. the raccoons. Yeah. And my thing always when they do that is just like hidden camera. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> what, do, what do they care? <laughs> yeah, what do they care? Like, okay, listen. 
hey, hey, we don't want this raccoon hey, to know we're cam- filming. Hey, hey, we're very nice. Camera. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Raccoons put a hoodie yeah, on. Yeah, why'd you fucking, fucking hide? Well, you got a mask. I mean, that they yeah. in for a, a penny, in for a pound. I, guess. I always like that. Whenever they do that as well, they'll, they'll always do that with like, you know, uh, well, we wanted to find out what our cat was doing when we were away. Yeah. So we put a hidden camera in the house. Again, <laughs> no thing. Leave it out. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. The hot hidden yeah. cat doing show tunes while you're hidden not camera. That's great. Uh, that's funny. That reminds me. My daughter showed me this video. It was it was like this momentous thing that they, they did an experiment in England on TV with uh, two three groups of children, two two children each. They're both all five years old, and they were tasked with traveling across London by bus to to meet uh, meet someone at the London Eye. So they had to go by themselves. Okay, across London. But I, let me just put that by themselves in giant quotation marks because they're being filmed the sure. entire time. So you're like, so first they're like, these they're not going to get kidnapped. <laughs> these hidden cameras on the bus. And they also had like people around them that were like special there to be like to yeah to to intervene if something happened. But also they had hidden cameras. But also they had like an actual cameraman who was moving around them the entire time. There, it wasn't a hidden camera. It was a cameraman standing right next to them. Like the kids were not alone. I was just like, oh, this is stupid. Yes, what an experiment. What an experiment. Can children travel by themselves? Well, they did. They do. They sometimes have to. Yeah, we uh, we, we did. We do. Uh, I'm going to go to our uh, mailbag at this point because it's about an hour in. On this oh, well, if you insist on it. If you insist on it. Uh, do you not like hearing from our uh, listeners? Mm. Seem, uh, <laughs> seem against them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I could be talking is what he says. Yeah. I think that's my, you know, my feeling about Stinky Dragon is, you know, let's leave it for the interesting. So you're not going to do the show? <laughs> Burned. Wow. Uh, so, All right. Let's hear it from our so wonderful we, sneakers. So we always do the question of the week and then we do a sub question. So the question of the week last week was, what's something you've uh, wanted for a long time and finally stumbled upon? Something you were like looking for. Oh, there it is. And sub question, what's something that is little known that you would recommend? We've kind of asked that kind of thing before, but here we go. Oh, and also, uh, last week, I did not know Jesus had brothers and uh, sisters. And sisters, Did yeah. you know Jesus had brothers and I sisters? Did, yes. Okay, I did not know that. Can you name one? Okay. That's okay. Really, I think only James is the one that gets mentioned a lot in the okay. stories. Okay. So, uh, Louise, our friend Louise, who has been on the, was on our 400th episode recently. Not a... Louise was not a no, sister okay. of Jesus, no. <laughs> Louise is a person that you and I both know. I know yeah, I know. We all know Louise. I don't want to say like that. We all <laughs> know Louise. That sounds bad, right? In the biblical sense. <laughs> well played, sir. Uh, so, uh, yes, I know about uh, Jesus having brothers and sisters from growing up in fairly churchy, a fairly churchy family. James, the brother of Jesus, is someone we hear about more than the others. He might have been uh, the James that wrote the Epistle of James in the Bible, not to be confused with St. James, who was one of the original 12 apostles of Jesus. These guys got each other's mail all the damn time. Uh, That James is also known as James the Greater to distinguish him from another apostle called James, who was known as James the Lesser. I always thought that was kind of cold. You know what? In Bible days, if that's the worst thing that's going to happen to you, you get a bad nickname, consider yourself damn lucky. You're doing okay. You do not know. You are not turning to salt. You are not uh, (laughs) drowning. You are not. Yeah. Uh, Edward uh, Dragansky writes. 
In the days before internet and digital downloads, I used to listen to a comedy show on the radio every night. Uh, the DJ played clips from Marx Brothers films off an album called The Marx Brothers, the original voice tracks from the greatest movies. The album was narrated by Gary Owens, Gary Owens of Laugh-In fame, and had groovy psychedelic 1969 artwork on the cover. How could you tell that on the radio, Edward? Anyway, the this story isn't holding holding water. The only uh, reason I knew this was... Oh, sorry, now he explains it. Was because my dad had the W.C. Fields companion album released at the same time. I apologize for my uh, scoldings. Uh, I called the radio station asking about the album, was told it was out of print, and the Decca label was no more. For years, years, I searched the libraries and rode my bike to all the record stores and found nothing. All he got was good exercise, fresh air, and that's nothing. I uh, even called my uncle in Chicago, uh, who was the music librarian at Roosevelt University, but still nothing. No, nope. I wish I could do a Chicago accent, uh, but I can't right now. You could offer him one thing, and that was a weird hot dog with neon pickle relish and, uh, and celery Extra salt. Mustard. Extra mustard, yeah, Dave style is what they call that. The main reason uh, for wanting this, besides being a piece of Mark's paraphernalia I didn't have, was that it contained um, uh, mainly tracks from the Paramount films, the ones I hadn't even seen yet. My local Dallas station only played the MGM films. Uh, if you want to hear more about that, David, uh, we do a podcast called uh, Full Marks. We did all the Marx Brothers. I'm just plugging that nice. to you. Uh, so really, this was my first exposure to any of the Marx Brothers Paramount films in audio only. I gave up and threw the notion on the back burner of my mind until many years uh, later. I was going through the film scores at a used record store, and I found it. I think I paid $4 uh, for it, too. One for each Marx Brother. And even though I had seen all the Paramount films by the time, I still wanted it. Uh, the fellows over at the Marx Brothers Council podcast did an extensive review of the album on their fourth episode, if you feel inclined to learn more, and he includes a link. I think I included the film Only Lovers Left Alive, uh, starring, uh, sorry, I think I included the film Only Lovers Left Alive, starring Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton mm. when I submitted my top ten film list, but it's uh, a lesser known film that I uh, highly recommend. Yeah, it's a Jim Jarmusch film. Yeah, with two stars of Thor Ragnarok. No, wait, that's not right. No. Tilda Winston was the... Uh, Doctor Strange, yeah. Ah, goddammit. Two stars the of, ancient uh, one. of uh, the ancient Avengers one. Endgame. Uh, two stars, yeah, the big stars. Especially uh, to you guys. Uh, unlike most vampire films, it's a dark comedy and not horror, so it's not scary. What makes it enjoyable are the way these two immortals view the world around them and how they interact with the living. Hiddleston is a miserable soul who lives in the past in Detroit and swindled. Uh, is uh, loves every day uh, with optimism in Morocco. The film also stars the late uh, actors uh, Anton uh, Yelchin and John Hurt, and has a great soundtrack too. Oh, and Ian, I was raised Catholic too. I think the heavy focus on the idolatry of Mary within the Catholic faith completely obliterated any recollection of Jesus's siblings. Outside of an auto repair place down the street called Christian Brothers, I never remembered anything about Mary having uh, any children uh, beyond Jesus either. There that was go. a long circle back. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Do you want to uh, read a different uh, letter and then get back to these, or should I just like go through all the ones on our uh, face, our Sneaky uh, Dragon page first? You can just go through them, sure. And that's what I'm going to do. It's like a, that, that could be a whole episode. Yes, it could, but we don't do it anymore. We went through them all. Okay. We went through them all! And every damn Beatles album, and every damn Tintin album. Google Marks podcast just on... Sure, we yeah. could do that. There already is one with the same name as... Oh, that is true, yeah. yeah. I think it's got an exclamation oh, mark or something. Yeah. 
Laurel Robertson writes, first, thank you, Ian, for letting us listeners know of the Washington Post piece about your lovely wife, Pia Guerra. Mm-hmm. Pia Guerra from the Fansplainers this week talking about shark things. Yeah, she had a really nice article about her editorial <laughs> cartoons. I, I looked it up right well, away, it and it's nice. brilliant. I hope she was uh, pleased with it. I thought it was really well done, and it's great that she's getting more and more recognition. Thanks uh, thanks to Pia for all her amazing work. I, I agree with that. Uh, she Her book, Me the People, was the number one political humor book on Amazon.com uh, last week. So that was, a, that was a very, very nice surprise. It beat out Tucker Carlson's book, which was good to do. Second, I'm with Louise. I did know Jesus had siblings. And I just remember as a middle school kid being totally amazed by it when I heard, weird, no one ever mentioned that before. Up till then, I thought Jesus was an only child. I guess many of us did. Can't think of any movies where you see Jesus' brothers and sisters. No. Uh, question of the week. It's, yeah, it's it's uh it's not germane to the to the. Yeah, it seems like you got to pad things out. You're gonna throw one of those in. It's, it's a, a pretty full story. You don't really need to pad it out. Uh uh uh. But you're talking about sibling rivalry. Yeah, <laughs> brother thinks he's God. Uh, number one question of the week. There was a novel I found at Thanks. the library. What? Nothing. Okay. There was a novel I found at the library and read in 1979 that I just loved. A love story, but also a tale of a cultural divide and acceptance uh, between the Wapanog uh, Native American tribe and the settlers in New England in the 1700s. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Shortly after, I moved from Indianapolis, hope I'm pronouncing that right, to small town Wyoming, hope I'm pronouncing that right. And I regretted returning that book to the library. Thought I should have hung on to it and paid the fine. I looked for years, years! Searching any thrift shops and used bookshops. One day, several years later, uh, I visited one with my mom in Sioux Falls, uh, South Dakota, a tiny little shop. And it was strange because as we walked in, I just had a feeling. Sure enough, I found the book on a dusty bottom shelf. At last! Very satisfying. Nothing is more satisfying than a dusty bottom. (laughs) Number two, a.k.a. the sub-question, which is one of my favorite uh, Steve Ditko characters. Some mm, question, yeah, yeah. He worked with uh, the, the submariner, the, the the submariner, and uh, he would Sorry. let him be his dom. Uh, maybe you Canadians wow. uh, know about this movie because it is Canadian, but I've never met anyone in the states who's heard of it. Gunless, yes, it, yeah, that's it, a good it movie. airs like once a month. Yeah, yeah, here, it's good. With like Paul it. Gross as the gunslinger who shows up in a little old Western Canadian town. That's fun. Uh, where uh, none of the town folk have guns or believe in having them. It was made in 2010, and it's such a funny film, uh, but with loads of heart and extremely cool, if subtle, message. Uh, If you uh, do not know it, please see it. I think this uh, answer applies to uh, any of last episode's questions about comedy that can hold up uh, any time period. It was wonderful. Hmm. Uh, If maybe you don't know about this, the good Paul Gross thing, there was a TV series called Slings and Arrows where he is working in a theater company, uh, Shakespearean Theater Company. And if you like Paul Gross, that might be something you want to check out that very few people in the States, I think, If you're a big fan fan of uh, Stratford, Ontario and their Shakespeare Festival, that is a show for you. Or you could read the, uh, not the Deptford trilogy, the one he did before, Robertson Davies books. Uh, There's... One that takes place in a town that's based on Stratford and has the uh, the festival as part of it. But I can't remember what this trilogy is called. Oh, nice. Sorry, everyone. And she that's throws very, in a P.S. That's Why did I even bring it up? P.S. Postscript. Postscript. Just, uh, which is one of the worst post serials if you've ever had that one. Uh, just one more thing. David, thank you 
Oh, you For your grand Irish renditions <laughs> of all the submitted songs, what we did was we uh, had people give us songs and Dave sang them as Irish songs. It was excruciating. now if you want. Uh, I think excruciating would be the word for that. I think we still got all the songs in the garbage in the bathroom. <laughs> it was lovely indeed. It had me laughing out loud all the way. You're a great sport. Thank you. Thank you very much, Laurel. I appreciate that. It was the, a lot of fun. And did not, sir. And did not, sir, like the devil himself. Sing some terrible songs with a terrible Irish accent. Oh, oh. Oh, Mickey, Bagoshin, so fine. Bagoshin, Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, side, side, side note. Side note? Side note. Is, be, this, a, is be, this a postscript or a side note? Uh, no, you know what? I'm going to go straight, straight through. <laughs> Nigel writes, I'm all caught up for the moment. Oh, oh. Nigel, congratulations. The trick was going on three-hour bus rides with uh, nothing to do but catch up on podcasts. <laughs> I really enjoy the Irish versions of songs, but fake Irish accents drive me nuts. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> I used to live in Ireland, so whenever I hear an Irish accent, sorry, my uh-oh, SpaghettiOs, of course, is an Irish. Yeah, that's verse. right. Yeah. Uh, I try to uh, I try to place it. The only ones I can discern with reliability are the Dublin Southside and Dublin Four accents. I recognize Belfast and Kildare accents accents but always get them wrong everything else is a mystery so when i hear bad irish accents my brain goes into categorization mode on faulty input data and blue screens that's my problem though <laughs> yes. sure sure it's your problem sure oh i'm so sorry this year you'll have to oh kiss. 404 notice <laughs> 404. oh file not found oh dear oh no you have to kiss the blarney spaghetti by the way i'm uh found out my ancestry i'm uh, partially irish so i can do this accent uh-oh. Yeah. Um, not that I can do the accent, yeah, but I, yeah, can, yeah. I can ethically do the yeah, accent. Yeah, ethically. Uh, ethnically do the not accent. Not ethnically. That's a good point. David says, and not ethnically, but ethically. I don't know how much people are hearing anything you're saying. It sounds like you're a ghost in the background. Also, two non-Irish songs that got covered a lot when I was there, usually by a guy with a guitar, are Blackstreet's No Diggity and Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. Oh, man, do people sing Fast Car a lot. Uh, they don't uh, do it traditional style, but it happened to be uh, worth mentioning. Uh, so, for the main question, what's something you uh, stumbled upon? Uh, I don't know if I wanted it, but as soon as I found the LP for Jesus Christ Superstar, I needed to buy them. It's not a perfect show, and some of the songs are clunkers, but I enjoy that they, uh, I enjoy works that wrestle with Christianity. Uh, FWIW, I did hear that Jesus had siblings, but not through Catholic Sunday school lessons. Uh, right, some, something lesser known. Uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch is a fantastic film that people should see. I'm going to say I saw that live. When they, uh, when the performer and I'm forgetting their name, uh, was uh, doing it in Los Angeles, hmm. yeah, huh. uh, very, very intense uh, one-person show. Um, it's about a transsexual woman and how she escaped living in East Germany as a boy, transitioned, became a musician, only for her protege to steal her songs and become a rock star. The video for Origin of Love is representative of the film and includes uh, a link. Cheers, eh? <laughs> nice. That's a good mix of Irish and Canadian. Very good. Do you have any other letters, David? I well, I have some. I have some tweets. You have some tweets. Yes, because Very we got good. we got a, a message uh, via Twitter from our friend Mary. Yeah. And Mary was complaining that we did not read her. We never read her tweets. Oh, geez. Okay. I which feel, made me feel bad. I do feel bad about that. And so I blame, I, to- I blame Dave as we as we do. Yes. Uh, I'll take the blame for that. I have broad shoulders. I can carry all the blame, and I felt bad. And then I was looking at her tweets, and then I realized, so here, here's what I found. It said, 
uh, this was an answer to the question, what drug would you do if you were going to do a drug? Okay. And her, her answer was, the drug I would do for sure would be MDMA or, or ecstasy. And uh, we read that. We read that response, Mary. So I don't know why you said that we never read your response. Do you think she was too high on I MDMA? Think, I think, yeah, maybe you forgot know? about it when you're too busy dancing and, and uh, hugging people. But don't forget, don't forget when you're on MDMA to hydrate. Oh, very important to hydrate. All right. And then you were asking a question, what would be a good gift for a 17-year-old boy? And she said, a good gift is one year, a one-year Amazon Prime membership. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. What, what, what's on there that you think they'd like? I wonder. Well, it's not just what's on there. They get to stream music. Oh, of course. And they can do the ordering And they can do the ordering oh, yeah. stuff as well. I'm just thinking it's TV. Yeah, yeah. You're so, so narrow-focused. I'm sorry. I have to broaden your horizons or whatever, whatever that means. Um, oh my gosh, I just noticed one from uh, Ryan. Okay, hit me. It says, hey, Sneaky Dragon, are you guys by any chance doing a live recording for episode 400? Well, Ryan, in case you uh, haven't heard that episode yet, sort of. Yeesh, sorry, we missed that. Uh, I'm really bad at uh, social media, everyone. I'm just I'm just looking through for more from, from Mary here. I'm so. sorry, I'm doing ice. Okay. Uh, she also told us, Mary also told us to check out Local 58 YouTube channel. I'd love to hear your reactions. Only seven short videos. Enjoy. And then she goes, Mwahaha. Okay, we'll check that out. We'll have to check that out, Mary. I'm going to break this up by um, Brent uh, Tannehill uh, sent us a, a letter uh, via I was going email. to read that. But anyway, oh, okay, Oh, do you want on. to read that? No, that's fine. that's fine. And Brent says, uh, my daughter who listened to podcast sent me a tweet from uh, Hoff Matthews that said, the closest you can get um, to knowing what it's like to be a ghost is listening to a podcast where the hosts are trying to remember a piece of trivia that you know. I feel like a ghost a lot when you guys are trying to remember some actor's name or something, and I yell the answer to you, but you can't hear me. <laughs> yeah. We do hear you, Brent. We just ignore you. Ghosts you just can't see. So if you could read my mind, Brent. Can you get that with Irish accent? If you could read my mind, Lord. Nope. So then the thoughts was hell. So then uh I guess this is in response to a question. What comedy do really you think do you think would uh, stand up in today to, for modern viewing? And so Marie, Marie, Mary suggested. Uh, I think the Pink Panther strikes again, and the Golden Girls still hold up. Hmm. She said, "Go to karaoke song, Annie's song." So oh, put your head on my shoulder. Is that the one? Da, 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 my shoulder. Oh, really? That sounds terrible. Are you sure that's what it is? Well, you you know the Monty Python sketch, right? No. It's on. A, it's a Monty Python um, album uh, sketch. But the contractual obli- obligation. Album? I'm not really sure. It's one of them, but mm. yeah. That sounds like a recent enough vintage that would have a, a reference to Annie's song on it. That's that's weird. Yep. And then better. It's a hard knock life for us. It's a hard knock life for us. My name is Annie. My dog is Sandy. There's a billionaire. I've got red hair. <laughs> And old underwear. <laughs> yep. This song will be done tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and so then Mary finishes up by saying, I keep responding to the question of the week on Twitter, but my answers never make it to the pod. I shall try to answer this week's question via Facebook. Mm. I don't think she wrote us for Facebook. I may, I'll have to check that, though. So sorry about that, Mary. I'm sorry that we, we missed your, your messages, as uh, I am apparently even more of a social media klutz than I thought I was. But thank you very much for... Uh, yeah, thank you for your contributions, of course. Do you have we any, know we love to hear do from you. Do you have any questions? Uh, uh, here's a, here's, here's a, maybe a, a question. Uh, what is a time that you were ignored, that, that like uh, hit you hard that you were ignored? How about that? Because we've been ignoring uh, Mary. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, that's good. Sure. Like you go to a party and no one pays yeah. any attention to sure. you. Well, you shouldn't have gone You're... to the county jail. That's are you, are you talking jailhouse rock? Is yeah, that what you're doing? That's what I was doing. Okay, I'm just going to ignore you then. <laughs> I'm used to that. Yeah, a time a time mm. you were ignored. Maybe you were in a group, and yeah. all of a sudden it was like you didn't exist. Mm. Uh, I'd say for for us sometimes we go to a white spot sometimes after after this, and there's times where uh, we've uh, finished with our food, uh, and you just get completely ignored, and like mm. it looks like you don't know what what to do. There's nothing you can do. It's just it's. Uh, it's just like you're you're nobody in an hour. Yeah, it's and very an hour strange passes. feeling. It happened actually last time we went too for yeah. different reasons. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's weird because I like that in restaurants with. I actually sometimes when I'm alone, I kind of like that. I'm mm. like, I'm just gonna get some reading done. Mm. I'm really curious when they're actually gonna realize I exist. It's strange at that restaurant because well, the, they know us. We go there quite a lot, and we get recognized as as regulars. We get hello as podcast superstars. As podcast yeah. superstars, they yeah. do they do take they put a put a you know. Some towels down on the ground to prick their knees, and then they they do cow toe to us. Sure. It's really quite nice, but also they fling uh, the triple O sauce at us. <laughs> it's a tribute. Um, also, they talk. You know, they talk to us at the table, and yeah. and and, but not, and not even small questions. talk, but yeah, it's it's personal. They tell a story. They tell stories about themselves. You got side hugs. Yeah, and then it's really bonding. And then suddenly we're alone for an hour, and they're, they're nowhere <laughs> around. It's just so weird. I don't, I kind of wonder if it's like because we do talk a lot while yeah. we're eating. And I wonder if they're just thinking to themselves, well, they're just having a long conversation, so we, I don't want to bother them and stuff. They don't, I don't realize think that's what it is. You don't think that's? I, I think just, it's just I don't so loosey goosey there. That, yeah, it is pretty uh, loosey goosey. Yeah, yeah. White Spot is very strange because you know most of the restaurants around Vancouver hire young girls that can wear attractively a wear black a black outfit. wear a black dress. Yeah, makes me feel uncomfortable when I go to those places. Mm-hmm. And like, well, I'm a creep. I'm supporting this. I'm that's a creep, what they. Clearly. Yeah, that's what they want. You're not a person they want at the restaurant. If you feel like a creep in that situation, you should leave. Mm-hmm. Because there's other people there who feel perfectly comfortable, as if they belong there. Yeah. And so... Is there anything, by the way, worse mm-hmm. than someone who you're with who starts uh, hitting on the uh, staff? Oh. Is there anything worse at all than you wish actively, actively flirting? There's an example server? of being ignored. Oh, my <laughs> word. Do I just want to crawl under a table? Okay. I only like, do all that... All I'm doing is my tip is going up. I only higher, do that every once in a while. Higher, just like every the, once in a while. Oh, That's not a regular Lord. thing for me. Yeah. Lord, it's the worst. Just when I'm feeling cocky. Um, yeah, so White Spot, they, they hire from, from whatever age. They don't really care. They'll hire young children, as we see in the, the one rest, the one we go to sometimes. Yeah, it's just like tiny children at the door. Would they'll you hi- back and see where they They have child labor going on there. And then, it's like, yes, I would. And then they'll hire, like... Would you like to the booth? Do they run the loom? Yes, they run a yes, loom. Yes, they have That's a loom right. there as well. Yeah. That loom from Wanted, the Tells the Future. That's right, Tells the Future, the Assassinate. Would you like to know when you're going to die? <laughs> no, I'm good. Just a table near a window would be good. <laughs> okay, but if I did tell you... I actually stopped at the, you know, the, the famous little diner in Mission, you know, where they film like that. Yeah. Cool. I stopped there recently. And uh, and the woman that was there, she was, you know, kind of 50, and, and was calling me hun. Like, it, just, yeah. it, it really felt like that old school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we get hunned yeah, at this place. Yeah. Like, and I was like, oh, do, do we do that still? Okay. Okay, but this is the question. There's some people who hunya and they're incompetent. Yeah. And there's are people who hunya and they're actually quite competent. Their hun is, like, actually... It's it's a true hun. The other one is like a distraction thing to like try to obscure the fact. It's like they threw a smoke bomb in front of you like, hi, hun, smoke bomb down, disappear for the rest of the evening. Mm-hmm. Or the, the, a hand will come through the cloud of smoke and put the wrong food on the table for you. Yeah. You're just like, what the hell happened? Yeah, I've seen people get uh, their food taken away while eating. Mm. Just like, well, mm. clear the table. And there's other tables nearby that do need clearing. <laughs> and like, what? What's happening here? 
Yeah, it's a very it's it's all strange. It's all strange. But anyway, there's a there's a woman who doesn't hunt you, but she's very friendly mm. uh, at the uh, uh, New Brighton pool that I go to. Okay, she runs a concession stand. Sure, and she's been there for uh, since 1972. Yeah, and uh, and she, and and she started work like 10 years earlier in concessions, so she knows what she's doing. Yeah, and yeah, she's like everything about her. It, it's sincere and just mm. runs this super tight ship. And boy, you got a good fish and chips there. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that much. And yeah, we've now. Uh, We've started a lot of conversation. We've we, she knows me, so now yeah, yeah. I'm a regular. And it's, sure, sure, it's it's, it's kind of that's weird. a nice feeling. Yeah, for the first time ever this morning, I went to the gym, and I've been going there for quite a while. Right, I went to the gym, and the morning morning lady used my first name, which has never happened before. She said, "Morning, David." I was like, "Oh, I got a, I got a, I got noticed. I got acknowledged." Normally, I just go in, and she's miles away because she's usually doing uh, training and stuff while. while and not really manning the desk. Let me time. make this a sub question then, if not the main question, which is what's a place you've uh, become a regular at for mm. better or worse? Okay. Where they where they know you and like the usual. Yeah. Which often, if someone asks me that, it means I'm not going back there again because I'm like, oh, I've come here too much. Oh, really? I shouldn't, I shouldn't be a usual guy. Oh. I really shouldn't. That's that's too much. I've come here, I've come here too much. I yeah. love that feeling. We used to have that at La Masia. Okay. We went there so much. I remember one time going there and there was a new hostess who seated us and she didn't know us and she gave us menus. And immediately the waiter came walking by from another table and took the menus out of our hands and walked away with them because he just knew you don't need to give them menus because they're going to order the same thing every time they come here. They've been coming here for 10 years, four times a year. And every every time they come, they order the exact same thing. Which is? Which was to uh, Caesar salad to start, French onion soup, Chateaubriand, medium rare, with Bernays sauce, really good Bernays sauce. And uh, we would finish with a chocolate mousse cake. And Lisa would have their coffee, which she loved. Very good. Have you ever been a regular somewhere? Uh, uh, we were similarly uh, in the western corner of Fourth and it's now a Trattoria or something. We'd walk in, sort of very similar thing. We'd drive down that we many multiple times a year. And yeah. We'd go yeah. down there. You know, the Insulata Mista to start, I'd have the, the special. Like it was just always. Yeah. And so you were almost hunned, but it was it was an implied hun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Say it, right? Like it was, yeah. The waiters would come by and they'd stop at our table and talk to us, mm-hmm. catch up on things, tell us about themselves, what was happening. One of my favorite things was one of the waiters, and they were very good waiters there as well. They they made good tips and stuff there. They were professional, mm-hmm. professional waiters, not kids. They were adults who who were good good waiters. And this one waiter came by one time, and because Lisa, my wife, had made the mistake of ordering the Lamasia coffee rather than just a coffee. The Lamasia coffee was a alcohol, you know, like alcoholic coffee, mm-hmm. like a like a specialty coffee. And so the, the waiter, and they would do table service at the table so he came they would make the caesar salad in front of you and they'd make the chateaubriand at the table and stuff and so he came rolling up this cart with all this stuff on it and she realized oh this is an alcoholic coffee this is not what i wanted i just wanted a regular coffee and he's like oh that's fine that's fine but i'm just gonna make it anyway so then he just made it right in front of us you know did the whole thing dipped the the wet the 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 thing put the sugar on it did this and that made the coffee and said cheers and drank it and then went away (laughs) it was quite fun actually it was just fun to watch him make it too because it's such a it's just sort of fun to watch people like professionals do things in a professional way you know it's just like it's like i don't want to you know i don't necessarily want to be a blacksmith but it's fun to watch a blacksmith who's a skillful work you know it's the same with watching a waiter like that who does table service and has to have those kind of you know skills in their in their in their toolbox or in their tool kit in their tool belts and can sort of pull it out and just do it and just for fun too like i don't need all right you don't want this but i've already got it here so what the heck i'll just make a coffee and i'll drink it yeah they uh back to the peony for a second they had glass blowers there oh really and i didn't see that uh, and that was really fascinating mm-hmm. to watch yeah yeah we've uh, and down in seattle the trick is not to inhale 
Yes, that is a big. That is a really important last lung. Yeah. Just not. Uh, is that what not, they call it? No. Okay. <laughs> just call it. You die. Yes. You inhaled yes. like scalding, hot glass. Scalding. Yes, but you would have you a would, lung full of. I don't glass. think you'd inhale hot glass, but you would inhale hot air, and that would be pretty pretty okay. awful. I don't think the glass would travel down the pipe, but but yeah, the hot air would be awful. But yeah, no, there's um, there's a much like on this show. <laughs> there's a glass there's get, a glass get a partner place. and just insult them through the whole thing it's fun there's a glass place in seattle not dale chihuly's that would be pretty great to go to but i don't think it's open yeah. to the public but yeah, what's uh, this place? it's called i'll blow anything is it it's quite a name isn't it funny how in the past people weren't aware of those sort of double entendres they'd often just have them yeah, you know, and it's just a, a single entendre. Yeah, and they didn't understand it. They Sex. Yeah, <laughs> not even that. They would just they would name something, you know, like yeah, like that. And so then, anyway, uh, no, there's one there, and you can go in and watch them do glass blowing and stuff. And do they throw the gra- glass things at each other? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like yeah that's fish. right. Like an American Express ad. Yeah, just throw hot glass at each other. Hoppa, hoppa, hoppa. Are those? Are those? If those guys are mad at that American Express ad at this point, just. All the expectations of having to throw fish around now. Oh, that was always there. That's been there. They did it, but they would do it when people ordered fish. Right. Now people don't order fish, but they're still expected to throw the fish around. Oh. Like, really, it was part of the sale. Yeah. Like, when you bought fish, they would throw it to the guy, and he would wrap it for you. And that was the thing. But now there's, like, 40 people standing around, and they're like, oh, I guess we should throw a fish. So they'll throw a fish, but for no reason. Like, no one's bought a fish. Yeah, and there's, like, a seagull watching going, okay, yeah, maybe oh, now. now. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Like, just in the, oh, no. You're a coward, Steve. I'll, I'll hide just behind. Just go for it. I'll sneak in. I'll hide behind this big brass pig. <laughs> there's that big brass pig there as well. Ah, screw it. I'm going to Starbucks. <laughs> really bitter seagull there Starbucks. <laughs> go across the street and watch cheese being made. You sure could. If you wanted to. Okay. So this is the part where everything's winding down. <laughs> this is where this is like about the one hour and the 30 minute mark. Yeah. And this is where I try to wrap it up. Yeah. And then Dave will like tell a personal story. Mm. And then it all goes back up again. So don't make plans. We're going to see. I'm going to try and start wrapping it <laughs> right. up right now. Well, you're not going to wrap it up. It's my show. Yeah, I know. I'm going to try. So you can shut up. I'm going to try and poke, no, go and poke away. it towards the end. Get away. Get away here. Hey, uh, Are you saying I should wrap up the show? Yeah. All right. I can take a hint. Uh, we have a guest who say, had to watch us cook eggs for an hour. People say that I, I can't take social signals, and look at that. I just picked it up right away. People say you're crazy. You got diamonds on the soles of your shoes. Actually, someone at work the other day, he asked me to get him some water. Yeah. He said, uh, he goes, make it hot water. I'm like, oh, okay. And I started walking away, and he went, and I guess the person who's with said, you better tell him not hot water. And so he said, not hot water. I was just joking. So I went and got the water, and I came back, and he said, would you get me hot water? I said, yeah, you asked for it. So I would have got you hot water. <laughs> yeah. How is that a joke? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Give me hot water. I guess because it was. It, I guess because it was a boiling hot day at work, and so why would you want oh. hot water instead of cold? Well, that's water? what they. Uh, that's the weird thing about uh, that kind of thing. Is like, oh, what do you do to cool down? Well, what do you want? Is you want a nice ice cold drink? Oh, that's good. And then someone will go like, hey, you know what you want? Is you want a nice hot drink? I don't believe that's and true. A hot drink is going to cool you down. No, nah, it's not it's true. Like, so any temperature drink will cool you down. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. You, know, you know they cool you down. Yeah, that's right. You know what's Liquid. good uh, when you're hurt? Uh, tender, loving care, or a punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> You'll heal from both of them. Yeah, that's right. Eventually. One will just feel good when it's How about stops. this for this is a weird one to me. We yeah. have this at work. So rather than pointing the fan so it's blowing on you and so you're getting cold air on you, cooling you down, people turn the fan around with the idea that it's drawing the hot air out of the building. 
Which, that's not wrong. It's not wrong, it, but it seems so ineffective. Like, who cares about hot air being drawn out of the building? Right. Because it's more hot air being drawn into the building. And, and There's well, no the, limit of hot the air. The fan only works for you if you're sweating. Yeah. Because you got to have some moisture on you. Otherwise, if you've just got dry skin, you got yeah. a fan blowing on you. No. I'm glad you said this. Now Lisa will stop being mad at me for licking her. It's a summer thing. I like the sweat. All right, everyone. I if you want to... Uh, I used to work in what? a fan store called uh, I'll Blow Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Then we got sued. Isn't that weird? Guy in Seattle. <laughs> Jail to Hooli. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. And he was divisible by three. <laughs> Dude, yes. There we go. Comedy oh, thank of three you. of the jokes of divisible there by three. Comedy of divisible. No, that's only one Let joke. Let me just say, first of all, thank yeah. you to our, uh, not guest, but our uh, listener who's in the room, uh, David Russell. Once again, the books are called. Deadly Lessons and Last Dance. Deadly Lessons and Last Dance. They can order them where? Amazon. Amazon chapters. Go buy one and be thrilled. At murder. Yeah. <laughs> and don't forget his book, Mysterious Doings at Stabbington Hall. <laughs> Everyone. And ooch, that stings, Governor. You would like. <laughs> ooch, that stings, Governor. Oh, I remember that book. <laughs> Everyone. What were the questions again? The Let's questions just go through the. Were, uh, Some question was tell us a time that you were ignored. That's correct. The other one was. A place you were arrested. You found yourself A place you were arrested. Anytime in your life you've been regular. <laughs> and how did, how did you do it? <laughs> please, please. Some of us here at this table need your advice. It's not me. Um, yeah, Dave's a real easygoing guy. So a place. <laughs> so they say. I have colitis. That's a whole other conversation. Like. I have um, what's called a mildly annoyed, a mildly annoyed bowel. <laughs> Everyone. So those are the questions. Places you've become a regular. Yep. And um, uh, what was the other one? Play, uh, times you were ignored. Times you were ignored. <laughs> like this, is, like I was not paying attention to email. And by the way, this. if you don't respond to that one, yeah, that will be ironic. That will be ironic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for helping us with our, our lessons in irony. So, how do you contact us? Here's how, everyone. We have a website. It's called sneakydragon.com. If you go there, you can find this episode, and we have a comments board underneath, and you could leave a message there for us, and we do love to hear from you there. If you feel like being private and sending us an email... You can write to us at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. We are on Twitter at sneaky underscore dragon, although apparently we don't answer any any uh, people's questions there, so we apologize for that. Uh, sorry, everyone. Uh, and then we're also on Facebook at Sneaky Dragon, and we're on Twitter at Sneaky something or other. And we also have sneaky a Patreon. Sneaky Dragon, yeah. We're also on Patreon at Sneaky Dragon. Those are all ways to help us or contact us, or just generally send us your love. We really do appreciate that. We love having you as listener sneakers, so we look forward to hearing from you next week, and we will see you then. Everyone want to say bye? Keep on sneaking in the free world. There you go. Okay, this time I'm going to start it. We'll do it seriously. <laughs> All right, well, let's start by making the eggs again.